Hello and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast inspired by Polygon School Games, Inc. I am your host, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea. Blake Rea, my dear friend, I'm pissed. What? Oh, I thought you were going to go into a happy thing. What's, nope. What happened? Nope, I'm pissed and I'm mad and I'm upset and I'm upset about the power that we have, you and me, as content creators. I'm upset about our influence. I'm very, very upset that... Blake, there's a mole. There's a mole? There's a mole in our operation. There's a, what, the, what do you mean? Can you open up your phone onto a web browser right now? And actually, I want all of our audience to do this if they can right now. Okay. So, so I'm going to give them a little bit of a second to get their phone out and get to a web browser or their laptop. Really, anything matters. All right. And I want them to go to Butterfinger FF7R. What? Please do okay. this for me. Butterfinger FF7R. Oh, so this is dot com. Oh, so this is is this like a, a go ahead no ahead no, go go ahead and do oh, this God. go ahead and check what Butter, this is Butterfinger seven. That's the first thing that came up. R how to unlock com. the Final Fantasy seven remake Tifa dynamic theme. It's not just that, Blake. <gasps> oh my God, she's so pretty. No, stop! Don't get distracted by this. <laughs> but you, she's she's you, so pretty. Hey, did you go? To, no, you didn't go to the website. Blake, go to the website, please. Do, I need you do, to go to the website. ButterfingerFF7R.com, please. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, Butterfinger. This isn't a joke. Don't look at the articles. Look at their fucking website. It's just, it's just clouds posing next to some Butterfingers. And what does the tagline say? Uh, the Butterfinger Final Fantasy VII uh, remake offer will begin at 12 p.m. Eastern time on March. Is that's not what I'm supposed to? What does to the graphic say? Uh, buy snap score. Blake Raya. Yeah. There is canon in-game merch uh-huh. that you are only able to unlock in the Final Fantasy VII Remake <laughs> if you purchase Butterfingers. Holy shit. Blake, we called this. This is twice in a row that this is happening. First, it was our Animal Crossing thing. First, it was like, ah, wouldn't it be funny if Animal Crossing had a mysterious death in it? And then there's like merch. There's, there's, there's ads, murder. There's ads that are like, whoa, there's what? a tombstone. Weird, crazy shit. Actually, uh, bouncing off of that, I got, I saw more pictures. Apparently, there was, people were sending us some pic- some more pictures on that. There's like uh, some of the people telling you like, we don't, uh, the freedom of information is no longer free. You are not allowed to connect your phone this that this very culty behavior from this animal crossing game okay but this also, is all ha-has but those are doctored images that are sent to you for fun this is a legitimate no, I, brand really deal. no i thought that was the- no that's fake they're like all about like trying to connect animal crossing to your phone and get like nook miles and the image where tom nook was like somebody died that was also well, a doctored image for the funny ha-has of the meme of it <sighs> Sorry that wow. I had to ruin it for you, and I did tell you yes last time that that well, was a real thing. Well, you know, it's not actually but ruined. But I need you to believe me now, Blake Ray. This our deal was stolen. We've been stolen from. You have to purchase Butterfingers candy, and you get merchandise in the in-game g- game. And I know what you're thinking. Um, it's probably just like shitty cosmetic items, right? They're probably not like no. Anything. It has to be bosses. So here's what there's a list of what you get. Actually, hold on. Before you list it, can I take a guess? Because I just got I just recently finished Medieval the rem the remaster today, which is kind of similar to Final Fantasy. It's an old game that they're do- <laughs> that they redid, right? But yeah, they, sure. They, well, they added their own personal flavors yes. to it. So what you what they added this completely new mechanic in it where there are lost souls strewn about during the level. That's not that wasn't in the PS1 version. You have to collect these souls so you can unlock the playable PS1 version. So are they doing a thing where you have to buy as many, like a golden ticket, like yeah. one code will give you the unlock to play the original Final Fantasy version? 
Maybe. Okay. Here's what it is. It's a, it, You get in-game items. Uh-huh. These items, and I'm just going to run down the list. Mm-hmm. Midgar Bangle, a bangle designed in the image of the great city Midgar. Okay. Shinra Bangle, uh-huh. a sleek bangle engraved with the Shinra Company logo. Uh-huh. Corneo's Armlet, a tacky bangle bearing the Dawn's mark. Are these just bangles? Like Superstar Belt. A belt declaring one's status as a superstar. That one, if you want that, you have to buy eight bars of uh, Butterfingers candy. What the fuck? That's so dumb. The Mako Crystal. A beautiful crystal imbued with Mako. Now, I'm sure you're thinking, what's Mako, AJ? It's the magic, right? It's the magic. It's the magic Uh of the universe in their Final Fantasy VII. Like, the Mako is the live stream. If you buy 10 candy bars, you get an in-game item that is just crystallized life energy. So how does that What does that mean? Play? I don't know. They won't tell us until March 3rd, which well, will be when this episode drops. I, I bet you it's just a cosmetic thing. I don't think they'd tell you something. Could you read like... that image to me some, again? It just says something about like buying your DLC, right? Yeah, it says buy snap something. Says, Unlock your DLC. Buy snap score. Yeah. Unlock but... your DLC. If you want to see this DLC, if you want to experience everything this yeah, game AJ... has to offer, buy Butterfingers. Blake, we said this is a funny haha joke. <laughs> We were like, ha ha ha! Wouldn't it be funny if you had to if you had to buy hot sauce? But here we fucking are. Uh, should we reach out? Should we? We should like send the Final Fantasy team our old episode. We really should. I'm like, even though I'm sure that shit's been in development way longer than a week ago. But, but it was in development at all. And what is our tagline here? Cool games that shouldn't be made. That should not be made. This is not a thing that should be happening. I'm not going to go out and buy 10 fucking Butterfingers. One, because why would I ever purchase 10 Butterfingers in my con- complete life? It's just 10 bucks. It's not that bad. Yeah, but those are Butterfingers that I'm presumably supposed to consume. Yeah, Butterfingers are delicious. Are you shitting me? I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you like a Babe Ruth fan? You're just too attached. Yeah, you're just too attached to the Goonies, and you're just like you're just living your fucking nostalgic dream. <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> I'm attached to Babe Ruth because it is Hellboy's favorite candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. I can't I can't fault you for that one. AJ, we should do some game submissions, man. But what if our ideas are stolen again? I'm and I mean, used for evil. Is this used for evil? I mean, as long as we get a cut, it's not evil. We're not getting a cut. <laughs> we have no official ties to Final Fantasy VII. You know, you know. We what's... just know that Square Enix heard me say, "Ha ha ha!" What if you had to do a fun Wait, pinball AJ. machine and buy hot sauce? And they said, "That's stupid." AJ, Candy bars, though. Actually, you know what we should do? We should send them an email and a copy of that episode so we can score some free uh, Butterfingers, dude. Do you think that I could get... They send us a crate of Butterfingers. You might be onto something, because here's the thing. Like, I know that I have Hideki Itsuno, the director of Devil May Cry 5, following me on Twitter.com. What, really? Yeah, you oh, don't? Shit. No, weird. no. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> um, so what I'm saying is I could probably get Nomura to start following me on Twitter somehow, and then I could DM him and be hey, like, hey, listen up, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he'd really be interested <laughs> on, in, in hearing that from a fucking rando I'm across the ocean. <laughs> I'm on to you and your nasty butter. I've caught you butterfingered. Are we just gonna like, it, like instead of red? You finger? know what? You know what? If I, you know, now that I have a platform where people can, where where people have to listen to me, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. I want to complain about the name Butterfinger. <laughs> 
Is it, is it? Does it not bother anybody else? Like Butterfinger, it, but I hardly even know her. No, AJ. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not doing that here. Oh, okay. What do we? What do you want to do then? <laughs> just like it's fucking gross. It's just it's the a, idea of like butter for hands, right? No, is that what you want? I was. To I was picturing. I was picturing you like leave. You know, like how every every counter has its own stick of butter in a jar. Uh-huh. That's like slightly melted. I'm picturing you just grab that with your hand. That's what with eating raw, a Butterfinger feels like. With your raw fucking... You're wrong. Butterfinger's delicious. And I'm going to get into the episode now. Hey, everybody. We are Spiritual Successor. We take your lovely game ideas from the internet, both on Twitter, Reddit, uh, and email, and YouTube. That's not official channels. But, and we take, the, <laughs> we take those ideas and we turn them in the next AAA video games. That may or may not be stolen. Are being know. stolen regularly. <laughs> AJ, do you have a game idea for me? Because I have one for you. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy VII, and uh, you have to buy crunch bars in order to gain power. And the little balls inside of the crunch bar that give it the crunch, those are all materia, and you eat them and you gain power. Oh dang it! You know what you—that's you know, a real game. You know, now. you know how you pitch it. You slowly become Cloud. The more more of those pellets you eat, because <laughs> everybody wants to be Cloud. Cloud's cool as fuck. Either her, either him, or um, the really cool lady from Final Fantasy VII. Tifa. Yeah, Tifa's cool. Yeah, she punched because she looks like a Tekken character. She kind of does. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm going to give you a real video game suggestion from our lovely audience. Tell me about it, brother. This comes from what they should do at what they should do which I believe is another video game podcast. Hmm. Matt Damon, Ex Machina. Uh, Okay. So, are you talking about, like, Ex Machina as in, like, Deus Ex Machina? I think it's supposed to be as in Damon Ex Machina, the Uh game for the Switch that came out recently that's a little bit like a Armored Core, where, like, you have a giant robot, you're constantly customizing it for missions, and then you go out. But if it's a Matt Damon Ex Machina... It's just a mech that looks like him. Well, here's the thing that we know about Matt Damon-related films. Uh-huh. We're always having to save that guy. We either got to retrieve him from Mars, or retrieve him from enemy lines, or retrieve him from space. Uh-huh. There's a lot of movies about Matt Damon getting stranded somewhere and having to come back. Really? The only movie I know that that happens in is is the, the Mars one. That's okay. There's what, more. I'm, when does, what the hell are you talking about? Wasn't like, he like the guy in Saving Private Ryan? Wasn't he Private Ryan? I've never seen that movie. Now, that's a shame because I'm a huge Spielberg fan, but we could do this in the world of like Elysium. I know that was one of his big things. Elysium, I think, uh-huh. would also count as a movie where somebody has to go save Matt Damon. It's just oh. in a cyberpunk world. Wait, AJ, we could do the opposite of like Titanfall. Like, big spoilers for Titanfall 2 if you've never played it, but it's been out for a few years. Um, there's a level where you have to like go save your Titan. What if it's the reverse? Like, what if a Titan had sentience and could go save its pilot? Okay, so, so you are so, a mech. So Matt Damon gets stranded All right. and he needs to be saved by his Titan. Here's the two possibilities. Uh-huh. Either you are building a mech specifically designed to go out and rescue Matt Damon, mm-hmm. or you are customizing a Matt Damon to be rescued. Wait, what? You would customize the Matt Damon. You would decide what co- sort of equipment the Matt Damon gets. Maybe uh-huh. maybe this Matt Damon doesn't get any guns, uh-huh. but he is going to be given armor. So is it more? Is it basically improving his chances or the amount of time you have to go save you're, him? You're enhancing the amount of time you have to go save Matt Damon after customizing and expanding this Matt Damon. <laughs> so, you personalize your own Matt Damon, and then you have to go save him. So you're basically just Matt Damon's insurance company. Yes. So like you're the whole, Matt Damon's manager. You're, you're, he gets stranded on like 12 different areas. Like one is in the jungle, one is in space, all require different <laughs> 
like games to to go save him. I'm like, not Damon in Kerbal. space with a scuba tank, and I don't know how to get to him yet. <laughs> I mean, it just but becomes Kerbal, basically. I am very glad I gave this Matt Damon a scuba tank because he does have oxygen in space now. What is I didn't tank give survive? him any granola bars though, so he is going to starve to death if I don't get up there soon. I mean, air is high in calories, I'm sure. <laughs> but not in space so like okay. air's high in calories here where the oxygen's really bad and smoggy because we live in la oh, but so if you go to space think- where the air's nice and clear and empty <laughs> you implying there's no calories up there in space air. smog carries calories that you can inhale into your body and gain power yes <laughs> i like to picture there's just <laughs> enough there's just enough street meat people that all the just the grease is flying into the air <laughs> and you're just inhaling protein. Street mate, street mate. <laughs> so okay. Which do we want to go down? Customizing a robot to save Matt Damon or customizing Matt Damon so you can save him longer and better and faster? I think the opening of the game should you should do a thing where you know where Matt Damon's going and you're gonna give him these supplies that you think will work. And then when he gets there, you get the message he's been stranded based off of the supplies you gave him. He has three days to survive. So you have three days. Like, let's let's go use the dead. Let's use the dead rising route. So it's like each minute uh, in the game. Is the timer like, starts. It's like five minutes here, basically. Yes. So you have you have that much time to go figure out how to save him and based off of. And each level is like its own big, like miniature open world, like Metro Exodus, where it just leads into not a, not the whole game's an open world, but it has a big ass area where you don't know exactly where he is. You mentioned Dead Rising, and I think Dead Rising might be like the best example because it's like a closed but open ended world. Yes, yes, and like. You bring back gear, you prep up your Matt Damon, and then he's going to set out. And you uh-huh. got to think to yourself, sure do hope he's going to be okay out there. And I hope <laughs> I gave him enough stuff that the timer's big so I can find him again. <laughs> he goes out. It's like, you have less than a day, <laughs> which have, is like 30 minutes in real time. You have 30 minutes to find the Matt Damon that you sent out horribly ill-equipped. <laughs> okay, that's a good game. I want to I I I sit on that for a little bit. I'm going to give you a game. Okay, okay shoot. This one comes to us from Lock Guinness Monster in Your Eyes at Dustin Your Eyes on Twitter. Grapple Beats, the first rhythm-based wrestle brawler. <laughs> so man, I'm picturing like, um, you ever play the uh, Gang Beasts? Yeah, I think that's what this person was thinking. So Gang Beast, but like above you is a Dance Dance Revolution like move thing. So if you throw your punch right when it says to throw your punch. You do more damage. I like this a lot. So it could be a thing where it's like a railway beat em up, like like most boxing games where you don't really move around the ring. You're just like hovering around one another, and you can do the rhythm that way. Or you have freedom of movement, but if you manage to land one of your hits on the rhythm, you can. I think that it is more interesting if it does look and play like gang beasts, like mm-hmm. top down, and like you can run around like an absolute goobus. Mm-hmm. But it is. If you make a punch on the beat or if you swing your arm on the beat or if you're, like, grappling somebody on the beat, mm-hmm. then you get to do more energy to mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Is there – you know what would be kind of cool? Something I always wanted in Gang Beast was uh, uh, pick pickups, like items that you could do. Oh, okay. So, so I like, was like, so, you could pick up people all the time and just toss them into the incinerator. No, no, no. no. It would be kind of cool to get, like, to get power. So it could be a thing where you your rhythm speeds up, so that means you can do more damage, or you can do more hits, but your the timing is faster. Oh, so here's like, what it would it increases be. increases the – yeah. 
the the power ups that would drop would be instruments, and if you get over to that <sighs> instrument, oh, then that radical. means that on the moat on the beats that that instrument is playing, mm-hmm. you deal a little bit more damage. So mm-hmm. let's say that you. What is the damage with that though? Is the, it just like psychic e damage? Uh, I think that like your punch would just let's say like drum kits, right? Mm-hmm. Like a drumstick. Mm-hmm. If you collect four drums kits or drumsticks, then mm-hmm. anytime you punch somebody, it's. If you're punching on the measure that mm-hmm. a drum hit would be, mm-hmm. then you get to punch four times as powerfully. Oh, okay. So like, so it, it stacks up. We call it here, here. This is how we pitch it. As you pitch it, so you pick up a guitar, right? Yeah. Now suddenly you have a different sort of rhythm thing you need to do. You need to combo on them to build a solo. So if you hit them four times in a row, it'll play four notes. And that will and on the fifth note will be like the the guitar lights on fire and you can do it up yeah and if, if you hit. do it on beat with mm-hmm. the music in time mm-hmm. then it does mm-hmm. bonus bonus damage oh my god that's gonna be chaotic with like another person interrupting your solos all the fucking time yes, but it's gonna absolutely. make it amazing when you actually get oh, it though when you finally get all four of those off uh-huh Ooh, there it, there will be few things more satisfying in video games. Actually, hold on, we need to we need to change this up a little bit because it did say wrestle brawler. So what, AJ? Real quickly, what? Tell me, what's the timber of a metal ladder that you smack up against a dude's face? The timber? You don't know what the timber is? No, what's a timber? Timber is like the um the material sound of an instrument. So like a oh, wooden it's like wooden timber is different. Would ladder be a power up? I don't know. Because like, if ladder is a power-up, then we need to make sure that there's a ladder track for all of the songs in this video game. Oh, so... <laughs> so, oh, depending on what items are being picked up, it changes how the music is being played? Well, the items that you pick up are dependent on the music that's being played. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, not the other way around. The music prompts the game design not the game design prompting the music see i love this idea because if you're in like a whole a whole thing of like a four uh like a four player free-for-all and everybody has their own individual instrument the music that's playing is a combination of those four wild ass instruments it's also possible that you're on some blue man group shit and uh-huh. everybody just has drums <laughs> oh my god you know what i mean <laughs> just become just over modulated audio just so many have you heard the uh over modulated sonic theme no like it's oh yeah i know that one you know what now that you scream into my ears i know exactly what you're talking about we had a friend of ours play that in a car non-stop once that was a that was the thing they also played the best over and over for half an hour and i almost vomited yeah the best is a song that takes the hit song um the best by i think the, the best of you by is it the pretenders or is it the that sounds right or but it only says mm-hmm the best, the best, over, best, over the and best. over and over and again. And it's, an, it's absolutely <laughs> agony, and I can't get into I, this on the podcast right now. I didn't think I could get PTSD from music, but it did give me PTSD <laughs> from music. <laughs> you got an idea for me? Instead of this comes from Fish Harlan at Fish Harlan What's on up? Twitter. Instead of Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, Crash and Spyro at the X Games. Okay, so what? Okay, I kind of get what Crash Bandicoot is all about at the X Games. What? What sport is Spyro really good at? Skateboarding. Yeah, that. But that. Not, that's what Crash would be good at. Crash is also good at skateboarding, kind of like how Mario no, and Sonic has, are both good fucking, at running. No, he has the chaotic energy of like a razor scooter. 
That's like just imagine like actually no oh it'd be kind of cooler if Spyro was on it because he would like hold the handle with his mouth and be pedaling oh with shit two, that's right with yeah. two of his fingers you're right like, Spyro would definitely use a scooter <laughs> oh and then you know like one of his power ups I mean like one of his specials would be hmm. he he uh, while the scooter is still moving he flips himself and is now pointing his mouth towards the the opposite and he blows fire oh, and he like yeah. fucking speeds up before he hits jumps <laughs> here's my Concern. Uh-huh. I can think of other Crash Bandicoot characters, mm-hmm. right? There's Crash Bandicoot. There's the really, really tall and buff Crash Bandicoot that has a robot arm. Mm-hmm. There's Girl Crash Bandicoot. There's the spooky mask. And there's Dr. Evil Jimmy Neutron. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't name you any other characters in Spyro that aren't Spyro. Uh, You know, it's been so long. It, that's a shame because I actually played spiral growing up I, I i've told you that story where i i didn't have a memory card so i would have to beat the game in one go do you remember any spyro characters from I, the deep spyro lore i don't sadly so it's like okay so maybe it would just be crash bandicoot and all of his super cool radical x game friends featuring spyro and spyro <laughs> here hold on, hold on i can name i can name off some for you because i want to i want to honor the original idea you're right we should honor spyro and i think once i see some of these i will i will i will remember some Let's hope. Uh, AJ, bad news. What? I don't remember any of these. <laughs> <laughs> Can you describe what some of these guys, uh, these characters look like? There's Spyro the Dragon, which uh-huh. is a you know important the to know. Dragon. I didn't know that his full name was Spyro the Dragon. Uh, also, which is weird because I don't think we know that Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> we don't know Crash Bandicoot's middle name, so uh, this does defer back to the normal si- sentence structure. Crash the Bandicoot. Uh, okay, I got a couple more to read you, and then I have a, a an outlier among most of these actually. So there's okay. Malfor, which is like a a beetle looking dragon. Then there's the nasty Nork. There's the stealth elf. Master Eon. Stealth elf. Yeah, is very good. <laughs> He's just, just just like this little punk rock looking elf. Uh, Ripto, Voltier, and Terador. And, you know, I can see why this happened, but um, I looked up Spotify characters on Google. You know who showed up? Spotify characters? You mean so, Spyro? Spyro characters. Spider-Man is on this list. So guess what? <laughs> guess who's in our Spyro versus Crash? It's fucking Spider-Man. He needed I, to I, be I, there to fill out the roster a little bit. <laughs> I think he's on there because I know Insomniac Games, they're, they, uh, the, the most recent Spider-Man was also made by the original Spyro people. Oh. So I think that's why he's on there. But yeah, it works for us. So um, turns out he's the best character, just to shit on Spyro and Crash. And we've got all we've got everybody's favorite X game sports: skateboard, scooter, skateboard on a big ramp. Have you, I think. Have you never seen the X games? Here's my. There's there's, bi- there's biking, but there's also two different kinds of skateboarding. There's the vert, and then there's the street competition. There's the ramp competition, like with a big mega ramp. They also did a thing recently where they had the Hot Wheels ramp show up. So they had like Hot Wheels cars going over ramps. Hey, and other we're crazy stupid. Shit. Spyro would be the best at the mega ramp because he could go super duper far off of that sick jump because he has wings. He just glides. Yeah. So he he's basically given a little bit more range. Basically, he's basically a cheater. But yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, if fucking Sonic, I mean, Sonic can Sonic run faster. Sonic to run against other people, yeah, which is unfair which is enough. like, it's just the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> You're telling me Sonic runs faster than Dr. Robotnik? I mean, sorry, just Dr. Barely. Dr. Robotnik runs faster than Sonic? <laughs> He's skittery. He's a skittery <laughs> motherfucker. All right, do you have another game for me? Yeah, I'll give you another one at Back to Back. Wait, no, I get. Oh, did I get? Oh, oh, nope, no. You've already lost no! your chance. I'm going to give you one because I want, I want to. 
AJ, I have another game for you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I did my research on this one. This one comes to us uh, from Pure at Twitch Guy 222. Come up with a toy game like Bakugan or Beyblade, but it's based off of different kinds of trees. AJ. Yeah. You want to hear a good list of trees that I've prepped before this recording? <laughs> yeah, sure. Because there are some amazing fucking named trees out there. Okay. So there's the cacao tree. All right, cool. There's the giant sequoia. Big, okay. Fun. The weeping willow. The dragon tree. The fucking iron oak tree. Okay, wow. There's a lot of really <laughs> radical names for trees, huh? So we got to figure out what is our platform. So they got we got to battle these things. How do you battle trees? With a stick. We're just going to sell sticks to kids <laughs> so that they can beat the piss out of each other. It's just batons. It's just. Oh wait, no wait, hold on. Okay, we put no effort into packaging or no effort into make it to shaping them. We literally just crack off a branch from one of their trees and just put it in a Ziploc bag. The and packaging sell it. is actually where all of this is going to come down to. Like the packaging <laughs> is going to have like that like plastic cover over the top, like it's uh, an action figure. Yeah, like the mel- like the melted plastic that yeah. uh, for- vacuum forms it. And there's going to be like a big cardboard slab on the back that has like a kick-ass drawing of whatever it is. Like oh, you mentioned shit. that one of them was called the what iron? Uh, the iron oak tree. The iron oak tree is like a train, but really angry. <laughs> and that's the iron oak. <laughs> it's just... It's just... We think the Weeping Willow the is Weeping the... Willow's going to be for like a boy character, but it uh-huh. is like a really really sad looking like dragon or some shit. And that's really cool. <laughs> and like like the character that's assigned to the Weeping Willow is like a soft boy. Uh-huh. Soft soft tender boy. Like a soft boy. So when you pull it like out, it's scared it's just, easily. It's just like a little like a little noodle basically. No, it's still just a big <laughs> stick. <laughs> Wait, what what about balsa wood? I feel like balsa wood would be the uh like the 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 go to that one's actually that one's pretty adaptable because balsa wood can be, can be made in anything. Balsa wood doesn't have a cool name to it though, so we're gonna skip that one. You don't want you don't like balsa wood. Balsa wood just Balls doesn't. Wood. It doesn't sound cool. I, and if it's a kid game for cool kids, we need cool sounding names. Can you, you give me another cool sounding tree, please? Uh, sure. One second. Uh, we have the European beach which and that's beach with two e's the pistachio the end the end of sonia digitata fuck yeah that one we're gonna use that one what is your idea for that one i don't know maybe it's like a oh that one's like a three musketeer type looking person like a musketeer looking dude with a really really long sword i was thinking it's an undead creature because if you look at it like it had out of all the trees it has no leaves it's the one in the bottom corner. Whoa, that's spooky as so, hell. So it's like an undead stick. It's the stick that can never die. It's like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, and okay, okay, I want to talk about- So what about, was the prompt really quick again? So it is a, uh, come up with a toy game like Bakugan or Beyblade, but it's based off of different kinds of trees. We Here need are to, the rules. Okay, I was just about to ask that. If you get hit in the head with the stick, <laughs> three points. Hit in the body, two points. Hit in the leg, one point. Hitting the arms, no points. Okay. Ship it. I was, okay, but how do you win? Like, as big, because, like, if you look. Like, you win by getting more points. No, 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 no. I think you're missing something here. The thing about Beyblade, Bakugan, and all these toy things, it's not about hurting the person behind it. It's about destroying the other piece. Well, this one has to be a little bit different, and it is about destroying your enemy. I was thinking it's about destroying each other's sticks. Have you you ever done a a stick sword fight and, like, the stick just exploded in your face? After after like you 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 and your friend like smashed them. Okay, so and then like the fragments <laughs> went everywhere, 
and like you're like it didn't get you in the eye but you're like oh holy shit that was so close let's do that again so i want kids to feel that rush somebody loses if they drop their stick yeah and then aj they buy another one that's the whole point of selling this you're so if nobody fucking buy if everybody buys our stick in one go we are not making more money (laughs) we got to keep making money it's it costs like 10 cents to go and grip a stick off of a tree the packaging is the only real cost that we're going to have on this. Well, th- that and the cost of the animated cartoon that we're going to be selling alongside. Oh, and you know what? You know what our plastics made out of? Recycled, uh, recycled sticks that ha- that lost their battles. <laughs> like the cardboard That's is not how plastic is made, Blake. <laughs> well, I mean, like if we're making a, if we're living in a world where people could sell sticks and Toys R Us, R.I.P. Actually, it's it's uh it's something else now. It's like Joey Joey Joey's Toys or something. What? Yeah, Toys R Us is uh, instead of closing down completely, they're rebranding and just turning into a different toy store. Oh, yeah, it's it's whatever the name of the giraffe is. Jerry, Jerry Giraffe, Jerry. All right, yeah, Jerry Giraffe Toys. You got another game for me? Yeah, I got one. I, I honestly, I know, I don't normally make art for our for like not our non nugget games, but I'd love to see a stick and like action figure packaging just for the fuck of it. <laughs> this comes from Iterate Onwards on Twitter at uh-huh. Iterate Onwards. Uh huh. Titled Goose Game. You're a goose with a knighthood who wants to ascend the ranks of British nobility. Here's the thing. <laughs> Real quick, we've made a Goose Game reference literally for the fast, f- past five episodes. It's a really, really hot IP. <laughs> I have one important thing. <laughs> You're doing it for the SEO? Yeah. Here's the difference. This time, uh huh. it isn't just about like, ha, I'm going to honk and bother people. You don't have people? a honk button. Uh-huh. You have a swing sword button. <laughs> but he, he's always the dragging, titled goose he's has a sword. A sword with yes, his weak little mouth. He's and neck. always oh. dragging a sword with his weak this, little goose mouth. Wait, wait, AJ, what? AJ, AJ. Okay, okay. It's the story of Excalibur, but instead of him drawing it out of the <laughs> out of the out of the stone, <laughs> the goose went up. That's the first level. Like you think it's just going to be another. You think goose it's going to be a goose game, and, and then, then you, you walk get up it. and you grab the sword, and then suddenly like this this. Uh, golden like shimmering armor ha- and like little helmet spot like scans <laughs> onto his fucking head. <laughs> okay, so it's just it, you're you're a big fan of like and the then Canterbury you go through tales, all right? the Canterbury tales. Yeah. yeah, you have to like I said Cadbury, didn't I? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you go through the Canterbury tales and you're on a grand quest to find the uh, Holy Grail. Uh huh. Wait, hold on a second. What isn't the Cadbury logo like a goose? Is it? What's Cadbury? Is that like like the... those chocolate eggs with the the cream filling in them? Probably is a goose. So branding deals. Ooh. So we sell them golden Cadbury tail eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, what are you have to kill your son? You will have to kill your goose son. <laughs> you have to kill Goose Mordred. Who's <laughs> <laughs> just dragging a big ass spear too big for him? The it's game ju- the game has <laughs> Yes, okay. It has it's it's built thematically wise like a character action game, right? Yeah. Complete with like <laughs> like bosses that are difficult, uh-huh. a rival character that will be your goose son. Oh my god. That like you'll have like three or four you'll bouts to, with throughout to, the game. You'll have to train him like your first levels like them. As a as a wee little Cadbury, and then you train them in the art of fighting, and then you just see them slowly descend into goose madness. <laughs> He's, oh no, my son is honking mad. <laughs> and then the final fight is just bloody and because he kills Mordred, right? Or is it Mordred that kills? They killed each other. Really? Yeah. Like, well, like there's all sorts of different variations of the legend. But what do you yeah. what do you want to go with? You want our 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 
awesome goose night to die. <laughs> I'm less interested in the heartbreaking tale of killing your goose son <laughs> and a lot more interested in the idea of our, our goose King Arthur and uh-huh. Lancelot. Uh-huh. Because like the story there is like Lancelot, King Arthur's coolest, tightest, most ballinest best friend, uh-huh. definitely slept with King Arthur's wife. Oh, yikes. So then the two of them had to fight, and Lancelot kicked his little goose ass. Oh, that's right. I mean, he wasn't a goose in the actual stories, yeah, but, but Lancelot got, like, beat got, up like, King Arthur. And he got, like, ex- uh... King Arthur was like, okay, I'm banishing you, my most powerful, coolest, tightest, most handsomest knight, uh-huh. and also my wife, and I'm banishing you far away. Uh-huh. And then, like, that's part of, the, like, how and why his kingdom fell during the attack who, by Mordred. Who is, the, who is the knight that Astolfo was after? What? Astolfo from, uh, from Fate. Astolfo is a knight of Charlemagne. That's a completely uh, different set of legends, my uh, man. Oh, uh, well, you know, thanks. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> all right. It's okay. Fate got you mixed up. I mean, oh, shit. That's why I'm avoiding it because it's just going to muddle my brain. It's going <laughs> to ascend you to the next level. <laughs> Give right. me a game suggestion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got a game for you. This one comes to us from Nick King B. Foling, 69, 420, nice, nice. An RPG fantasy game where you are a dragon, uh, where you, a dragon, must slay all the humans whom you thought were long since past. They rise again to attempt to take back what was there, what was once theirs. Set out on a mythical quest to get armor, level up your dragon breath, and get cool swords. Do dragons hold swords? Really big ones. <laughs> like what, with their mouth or with their with their with their big dragon hands. Ooh, okay. They hold a big ass sword in their big ass dragon hands. We should do a thing where like they okay, so I, I like a little bit of story with this. They thought they killed all the humans because the thing they did was is that they coveted swords. So they challenged any famous swordsman from across the land. Now all dragons them. coveted all swords. This specific dragon, like the this dragon you're playing, this is the dragon that ruled them all, right? Okay. So dragon king. They they lived for a thousand years thinking all people were gone. They were just sitting on their pile of swords having a great time. One day they wake up, all their swords are gone, and find out that the world is is, is populated by humans again. So they need to go on a quest to collect swords and use them as they level up through the game. Yes, okay, I love the idea of swords as a currency. <laughs> That's kick-ass. Wait, wait, what? As a currency? I was thinking more like each boss you attain a new sword that has a new ability. But they're people-sized swords. Uh-huh. So you would need to trade in, like, a bunch of people-sized swords to some sort of dragon smithy that would create just, you a oh, dragon-sized sword. Oh, it's a dragon blacksmith. It's like, it's like, the, it's like the blacksmith from Berserk who, cra- who crafted the dragon slayer, but instead of the dragon slayer, it's the human slayer. Yes, <laughs> That's the and name it's a of the giant sword. sword. <laughs> You have to hunt down the dragon that collects hammers so that he can build you a dragon. Oh, it's like a, it's a dwar- it's a it's a like a like a like dwarven a, like dragon. A, yeah, a dwarven dragon. Holy Hell yes. shit! It's a okay. dragon with a really really big beard. Sweet, I love it. I love it. Oh, and he has like his scales are like runes. Like in like through each rune, it's kind of glowing with like dragon energy Ooh. and shit. What I like about this is like this would play like a warrior's game, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like you're a dragon on the field and there's like hundreds of little enemies and you smack them and a bunch of them go flying. Ooh, that's cool as fuck. Is it like a physics thing where like you can walk into a town and like the city destroys around you? I think a lot of the cities and towns would be built in menus. Mm-hmm. 
and it would be like mission based like a warriors game i think maybe there's mm-hmm. like some maps where you would have like a village that you can walk through and destroy maybe mm-hmm. that's like some of the objectives sometimes i think each level should have like a multitude of objectives like destroy 20 homes and collect this object of the level to and advance the trogdor soundtrack plays the trogdor song plays the whole time you're running around burninating everything trogdor trogdor You've said many a things on this podcast. You don't that know about Trogdor? No, I have no Trogdor! fucking. Trogdor. Is this like a? Is this uh, that? What's that one mockumentary about the metal band? You know, turn it up to eleven. No, this this isn't like turn it up to eleven. Oh, spine, spine, Spinal Tap. It's not Spinal Tap no, related. No, it's not Spinal Tap related. Then what the fuck are you talking about? Homestar Runner. I'll educate you later about Trogdor. Burninating. It's okay. Everyone at home's loving this. Hey, everybody, tweet at AJ if you have no fucking clue what he's talking about. Everybody, tweet at me your favorite Trogdor stories. <laughs> what the fuck? Blake's gonna tweet about his favorite Trogdor story, no, and it's I gonna won't. be one time. After I'm gonna forget a... about this in five minutes when we're on our next game. One time after a very very fun podcast, my best friend showed me Trogdor, and now I've been a changed man. I have a video game suggestion for you. Okay, please. <laughs> give me give give me some bearings after whatever the hell that was. This comes from our Reddit, and Ooh. this is also giant monster related. Ooh. This comes on our Reddit from Too Many Bees. In a world where kaiju are a real and accepted part of life, you have to protect your hometown country from them without attracting others. For example, your big laser might get rid of Godzilla. But that light might attract Mothra. Okay, so you're trying to you have just you so have a city. You have a city. You're trying to make it so that giant monsters won't bother you. Okay. But every time you build a defense, a new monster might show up. Okay. So Godzilla shows up. You uh-huh. build a giant laser, it shoots away Godzilla, but then the Mothra sees the big bright laser light and says, mm-hmm. ooh, I'm going to go check that out. How are you mm-hmm. going to get Mothra not to kick around your place? Well, I don't necessarily know the mechanic. Is it just is it a crafting game? Is it a like a real-time strategy sort of thing where you I think the best example I have things? would be something like um like a Viva Piñata or like a uh uh, what was that farming game that everybody was super hyped about for a little bit? Then? Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. like a Stardew Valley. Like you're building up defenses, you're running around collecting like uh, things that you can use to build money, so you can build defenses. Okay, you're running around trying to take care of your village in a way that like will keep you safe from monsters. Also, mm-hmm. and I like so... the idea of like like it is a Animal Crossing or Stardew Valley thing with a defense system on mm-hmm. top of I'm just trying to grow my little town. So I think it would be kind of cool if you did this in sort of a Minecrafty world because you have the threat of losing everything you've built. Yeah, so it adds I like, like that. It adds like a little level of tension. So um, fuck, there's this uh, there's this mod for Minecraft called RL Craft. Have you ever heard of it? Uh-uh. Basically, you download it and it makes the game like Dark Souls levels of difficult and awful. And... I want that, but I want it funner to play than Minecraft. <laughs> well, you don't like Minecraft? No. Really? Yeah. What about it? I just, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Just something about it didn't click. Which is which is so I weird. think that's kind of why I want it to be like this top-down Stardew Valley-style game. It, they're very similar, though. Yeah, like, it's just something about, like... It, it, it's it, it's how time-consuming it is in Minecraft to build something good. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want this to be a game where it's like, you have the recipe to build giant laser. You uh-huh. just put the giant laser on the map. I don't want to spend 18 fucking hours trying to build a big laser. 
I, you know, I think the majority of the internet would disagree with no, you. No, because I'm going to be sitting there trying to build giant laser to get Godzilla to stop, and Godzilla's going to be like, here I come, AJ, I'm going to bust your shit. And I'm like, if you could wait four more hours, I will have a laser. But and Godzilla's think- like, <laughs> I'm not well, waiting. Yeah, I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Like, okay, you're walking around, and you're minding your own fucking business, and you have your switch in your back pocket or whatever. You get a little notification. Godzilla will strike your base in 24 hours. You Sorry, have 24 Blake, hours you have to a... build your shit. Uh-oh, Blake. You have a life? Nuh-uh. Godzilla says, fuck Blake writes absolutely. Hey, AJ, we're making cool games that shouldn't be fucking made. <laughs> I'm here to make things inconvenient, like our stick game. Or how you had to drink a shit ton of monsters and become part of a cult. I'm not here to, I'm not here to make good games, AJ. I'm here to I'm here to make people irritated. You're right. I'm sorry. I forgot. Save for like the 500 times we've made games that we really gave a shit about. And then sometimes <laughs> we make games that we think really shouldn't be made and then they happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But to clarify, we haven't said uh, nobody's made a game. They've made parts of games that we think shouldn't be made. <laughs> like I'm sure 99% of the Animal Crossing game is going to be beautiful and wonderful and happy and everything's going to be really holy there shit. There is a murder mystery. There is a murder mystery. So Final Fantasy yeah. 7 remake is going to be amazing and hopefully they won't continue doing this. They have gutted something and attached it to Butterfingers. <laughs> oh, we should clarify that by the way. I don't know if people people listening to this episode have listened to any prior episode. Oh, yeah. A couple weeks ago we said, "Haha, we're going to make Final Fantasy 16 multimedia and in order to experience the real story you have to drink a bottle of hot sauce play pinball machines and listen to a concept album so also there was an anime that you had to watch in two different languages to get the full story i love this game all right we should get back to the current games why didn't we think about butterfingers i guess because we didn't think about it because you don't fucking eat Butterfingers like some pleb. <laughs> I was thinking about it subconsciously because I'm in love with Butterfingers. Oh, you know what's so good? <laughs> you wanted to say oh, Butterfingers. Oh, you know what's so fucking good? Have you ever had those like Butterfinger, like the mini ones, the ones that you just fit a whole Butterfinger in your mouth? No. You've never had a whole Butterfinger in your mouth? <laughs> You're, you know what? I didn't think about it, but when you say things like that, Butterfinger does sound horrible, doesn't it? Because like without even thinking about it, I thought about the idea, like you said, putting a stick of butter into my mouth and just like popping a whole butterfinger mm. into my gob, Ugh. and that sucks. I'm just a whole I wonder, I wonder, butter stick. Just oh, I wonder how many calories Butterfinger has in comparison to spam. Is it like one fourth a can of spam? Have I talked about this on the podcast? No, you have not talked about your horrible measuring system. <laughs> well, ever since I was a kid, me and my brother uh, would always eat spam. And we looked at the calories one day. It's like 560 calories for a normal average can of Spam. So we just kind of start equating anything else we eat to be like, oh, this is one-fourth a can of Spam. Oh, this is three cans of Spam in one meal. <laughs> so that's where my life's at. <laughs> Still do it. What a horrible measuring system, <laughs> honestly. All right, give me another game. Although... Well, now I want to get onto the horrible measuring system tangent <laughs> because something that I measure everything in my life by is, <laughs> and oh, I know no. I haven't talked about this on the show. Oh no! I measure all financial values to the amount of Taco Bell burritos I can purchase. <laughs> you have done this because Taco Bell burritos are one dollar. So somebody will be like, "Hey AJ, do you want to come grab dinner?" And I look at something on the menu and it's $12. And I'm like, that's 12 fucking burritos. That's six meals. I thought I always thought it was the frozen burritos that you used as your math. No, nah, Taco Bell. Taco Bell burritos. Taco Bell burritos because they're like 89 cents. Uh, 
This is fucking weird. Plus tax. Plus tax. Yeah, I know. We got that that nine cent tax per dollar, baby. So this video game is Minecraft, but uh huh, with actual monsters roaming the world, and yeah. you will be alerted. You know what? I like the idea though that you're not alerted that Godzilla's on their way to kick your ass. Oh. You get alerted like, uh oh, Godzilla is within a hundred and some odd blocks of you. Oh, so you so... know like, hey, you need to okay. hurry it up. Now here's the thing. I like that Godzilla Be- is most likely on his way to come kick your ass. Mm-hmm. But it could be like those meteor things that NASA gives out. It's like, a meteor will pass between <laughs> a thousand miles of Earth. And then everybody on social media is like, we're going to die in 48 hours. <laughs> the that, prob- that level of panic. The problem is going to be like, as you make more defenses, monsters are more interested in trying to come up and see mm-hmm. what you've got going on, right? Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. you build the giant laser, you get the notification that Mothra's coming. Mothra's probably on their way to come kick your ass. Uh, oh, but do then we, you build. Do we want to do that, or do you we build your Mothra like... defense, and it's like an anti-air gun, and then all of a sudden you have like these loud, rowdy uh-huh. anti-air guns. Blah 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 blah. And so some some monsters going to be like, I wonder who's playing those sick jam sessions. <laughs> and then you get like, uh, oh, the pterodactyl one, the punk rock pterodactyl. Yeah, the punk rock pterodactyl one. Yeah, yeah, it has yeah, like yeah. a mohawk and like a choker on and a t-shirt that just says Mega Death. <laughs> And he flies over to you, and he's like, "What's going on over here, dog? How about this? Because I'm we I'm, getting rowdy. I'm trying to figure out ways of progression in this game. You know, what'd be really cool. It's part research thing. So at the beginning of the game, you know jack shit about these monsters. So all of your things will be like a monster of 1,000 feet in size is in your vicinity. As you know, say, and then we find out that's Godzilla. You kill it, and now you get." A new detail anytime Godzilla is in your proximity. Okay, yes, that's so like so a fire breathing one thousand and whatever foot monster. It, so then you can start suddenly knowing, oh, I know it's Godzilla. I know how to prep for this. But there will be that stress of like, there's a new flying monster coming your way. You have no fucking clue what it is. Could be Mothra. Could be the I forget the name of the pterodactyl one. Pterodactyla. Yeah. I don't know. They weren't. I don't know. They weren't, they <laughs> weren't, really, they weren't really original with their names. <laughs> Godzilla. Kinky Dora is pretty cool. Kinky Dora is a pretty damn good name. I got to give that to you. Do you got another video game? This one comes to us from Iterate Onwards at Iterate Onwards on Twitter. Milk Run. Deliver milk while encountering increasingly dangerous and ridiculous threats and obstacles. AJ. Yeah. You were a milkman once. Uh yeah. What what were the normal things you did you dealt with? I mean, what were like the trials and tribulations of being a milkman? The worst thing about being the milkman is all all you know how like some people are always like, uh, well, was the milkman handsome? Uh-huh. And when you're a handsome milkman like me, the answer is always yes. <laughs> so I had a lot of angry husbands coming down on me and just trying to really just attack me. And they said, "Oh, you handsome milkman, I'm gonna beat you up." And so I had to fight all of them off, and I got really good at karate because of it. And now I know Milkman Karate. Okay. You know what? Weird- Shit, I really missed the opportunity to say Milkman Muay Thai, which is a lot more fun to say. <laughs> I was going to say Milkman Mai Thai, but I know that's not it. Milkman Mai Thai is something. Milk- Milkman Mai Thai is why I had to fight off so many husbands. I was going to say that's how he celebrates at the end of the day. She's like, I'm going to pour myself a milk, a Milkman Mai Thai. By the way, that's like the shittiest joke people can say about like, oh, well, was the milkman blank? Oh, you mean like the people that came over to help you with your day-to-day bullshit? It's like, oh, did you fuck him? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Because it's just, it, it's it, one, it's standardizing that pe- like people are willing to cheat and two, that those guys are 
on the fuck regular. I mean, milkmen are on the fuck regular. <laughs> They're called milkmen there for Christ's sake. F- there's few things more attractive than somebody bringing you milk. Uh, a jar of milk. Because like milk- I have never looked at somebody holding a glass of milk and went like, wow, I need to do that right now. <laughs> I have never looked at that. I've looked at a glass of milk and been like, I want to drink the shit out of that, but I've never been like, my loins have never vibrated upon the sight <laughs> of a milk person. <laughs> of a milk of a milk person. <laughs> okay, you know what weird thing I kept picturing when I read this? What do you? Re- this is a poll, but do you remember like early Freddie W videos? They how early? Uh, it's like 2013, like- 2014. So like a little bit after they uh, You say early, I was in high school at that time. I mean, yeah, but you and I are like in our mid twenties now, AJ. That was like almost ten years ago. Fuck. <laughs> it's like No, it wasn't, it was six years ago. I mean, That's like, how math works. It was only six years ago. That's not ten. Don't fuck me on this. <laughs> Okay, whatever. You're like 16, so that's like that's like fucking eight years ago for you. If it was Seven 2013, I was 17 or 18, not 16. Really? Yes, because I graduated at 18. All right, for my story, you're younger. You're okay. a young, innocent mind. Oh, God, you hit me with the de-aging <laughs> right. <laughs> that, ah, that doesn't I'm a know. 16-year-old senior in high school. <laughs> um, do you remember they did they did these two videos about, the, they, they tried thinking, what's the worst fucking superhero ever? And one of them was a milkman. The Flash. And his power... Oh, what? The Flash is cool. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, his power is is that he can vomit milk into people's mouths. So, do we want to play into that? I don't want to play in that space. What's I, our nug? I, I want to get F. Wong on the show. And I think if we, like, stroke his ego a little bit, like, make a game about his most prized super... Like, in his, in my opinion, his magnum opus is vomiting milkman. Not VGHS. Incorrect. The ping pong video exists. What the ping pong video he did with uh ah fuck what was the guy the really really cool buff guy that has glasses that was part of the rocket jump team shit what was his name they had, for anyone who has a ping pong video on the rocket jump channel where him and uh, another guy used superpowers oh you're talking about pong. Clint Clint thank you I mean you. he's not like buff he's, he's like buff as hell he's like gymnasty buff he's he, buff he taught me how to uh make chai tea chai tea chai tea lattes. He's Very a little, kind of him. He has a little tutorial on that. What's our nugget? Um, I don't Is know. it a video game where you're playing Minecraft and Godzilla's going to show up and just kick your house in? <sighs> or is it a video game where you personalize your own very own Matt Damon and then have to go out and rescue him? I think both of those are... I love them, but you know, AJ, I am kind of I kind of want to make an, an, an original IP. I want to do the stick game. I want to beat the shit out of people. I want to beat the shit out of each other. And you know what, AJ? It, you know what? Also, like, just a little bit of ideas here. You and I eventually want to make fake trailers for these games, right? How bitching would it be for you and I to just have an amazing stick battle? That sounds hetero. Uh, it sounds homoerotic. <laughs> it does. You know what? I didn't think about that, but there is something very romantic about that. We're watching fake video game trailers on Pornhub and Kiss Anime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're stick battling this week, right? I want to push for Matt Damon rescuing. Get I'm so done, man. We've done like nothing but like oh, like like Here's based off of problem. other IPs. I Here's want, my I problem wanna... with our stick game. I, want, uh... I don't know what the game is, Blake. <laughs> you beat the shit out of each other with sticks. I mean, like that's the point of it being a nug. We can discuss it and figure out like. How can we expand upon this? Is it just a game where like the have rules? You ta- have you talked? Have we hold haven't... on? Wait. 
Is it just a game where like it's a stick in a box and you flip over the box and the box says, in order to win, knock the stick out of your friend's hand. And that's the entire game <laughs> development process and we release that into the world? Well, I was also thinking you can in- you can introduce smaller sticks. So like a what's, knife. Co- what's cooler than one stick? A stick with a, a stick with another stick taped to it. There's this <laughs> there is this whole fusion mechanic out I there. I hadn't even thought about enchantment. Have, have you not seen Seven Samurai where he's like, We are a bundle of sticks and to get individual we are weak and he snaps it and then he puts all of them together and together we are strong. That's I wanna I wanna this is gonna be for the kid range twelve to twenty three. Okay. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's a kid. <laughs> Um, 12 to 23 is a kid. I want to give them good values to take home, like Beyblade or Bakugan. It's all about friendship. It's all about being a team. What's more team-heavy than combining your sticks to make one big mega stick? Alternatively, uh-huh. what's more team-heavy than getting you and three of your best friends and beating the hell out of another group of four <laughs> friends? Dude, think Competitively. Of, we'll make an anime out of this. That's uh, th- that's going to be the the wonderful thing. Okay, yes. You know what? Okay, you got me back on. <laughs> so, okay. So, should we come... Are you? Are we doing stick game? Yes. Okay, sweet. I'm so excited to make art for this. <laughs> okay. We should... Okay, let's talk... Okay, so we talked about there's a fusion mechanic where if you add them together, they are strong. Yeah, you can just hold two sticks together with a rubber band. <laughs> yes. That's how stick works. How... We should introduce some bosses. Hey, Blake, how do you apply... Uh-huh. Intend on introducing a boss into our air quotes game that is just sticks we are selling, telling teenagers to beat the piss out of each other with a stick. AJ, AJ, you're asking simple questions. Go find a friend. No, 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 please, please have a ball. You're asking the simple questions, and I have amazing answers to it. You know why? You know, back in the day when comics were a little bit bigger, you know, you would buy them, and then at the back of the magazine, they would have like little cutouts of like, "Send us fifty cents, and we'll send you some X-ray specs." Uh I want to bring that back. You send them a baggie full of your kills, and if you collect a sti- a fragment of every stick that is available out there, that some guy, the head CEO, you and me, the CEO of our <laughs> stick company, will show up with our two sticks to beat ass. Okay, I have another al- option. I have another idea. I have another idea you're, you're off of this idea. You're telling me you don't want to okay. go to a kid's house? and Every wait. stick's handle has a unique serial code. Okay. So there will have to we'll have one level of production that we put into these laser, sticks, and that is carving a serial code into laser, the stick. Laser, laser, laser the barcode into it. Yes, because that's in this year. If you collect enough serial codes, uh-huh. you can mail it in. And maybe it isn't just us. I think that we're high up on the list. Uh huh. Oh, you have to work your way we like have evil ex-boyfriend style. Branded sports stars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> give me. Hey, can you give me an athlete right now? Uh, Uriah David Fa- Beckham. David Beckham. David he, Beckham and Uriah his, Faber uses his feet to, to hit the stick. Well, he still uses a stick, and he's gonna hit a teenager <laughs> with a stick. We're also gonna get some UFC fighters because those guys up at the top. Chuck, Chuck Liddell needs Chuck Liddell needs know, something AJ, to do now that he's AJ, retired from fighting, it's, it's, and it's, it's beating be- teenagers with sticks. It's retired. It's retired sports stars. So <laughs> Chuck Liddell, Shaquille O'Neal. He just—he has a full-on trunk. That's his sword. And that's you had to fight him. And we'll start contracting some of them now, right? Like uh-huh. we'll start uh-huh. reaching out to Uriah Faber so that when he's done with uh, MMA, mm-hmm. we put we when he's ready to take up. these gloves off, we put a stick in his hands, <laughs> <laughs> and we say, 
you're, we need you now. There's a 22-year-old kid out in the back that wants to fight, and we, Blake and AJ, are not prepared to take on his incredible stick-fighting prowess. We didn't think this through. What no, we're this going totally... to accidentally create is a trained hit squad to hit us with sticks. But the cool thing is, it's just sticks, man. They're, they're like, it's not going to do any real damage. You know what they say? A couple sticks eye- and stones can break my bones. <laughs> Ouch. That's the whole quote. And, and then Shaquille O'Neal will give you a sweet one-liner after he beats your ass. <laughs> so, okay. So I was thinking each of these fighters has... Actually, we should we should look at some of our bosses so we can get some of our fighters. Okay, let's look at the Discord and see if they have any bosses for us. If you guys are new to the show, on our Patreon, we have this thing called Boss Fight, where you can come be a part of our Discord and give us boss ideas that we will introduce into every single game, every single week. AJ hit me with one of those bosses. So Andrew David suggested Papa John on his day of reckoning. So (laughs) Papa John is absolutely going to be contracted for an incredible stick-beating adventure, and he will be one of the upper echelons. So are you implying the company we're making is so lowbrow we're willing to hire Papa John? No, I'm saying that we're so highbrow we can afford to hire papa john to hit kids with nobody sticks. nobody wants him around anymore man i want him with a stick in his hand to protect us gazer suggested bernie sanders <laughs> bernie sanders is also somebody that no, we can put a stick in the hands so fr- and he will protect he's us. so frail he's gonna get he's, you hit him he's gonna turn into a bag of dust he's gonna look like obi-wan after you get sliced in the lightsaber <laughs> he's just gonna evaporate and his clothes are gonna be left behind well then either okay this comes down to you and, and then you become the next democratic okay <laughs> Today. <laughs> okay, this comes down to the morality of you and I, Blake. How prepared are we to sacrifice Bernie Sanders? Are we willing to have him be one of the first people that protects us from these stick-wielding teenagers? I think he's higher Or is up. he one of the last ones that will be fought by these stick-bearing teenagers? Okay, actually, I think he should be one of the first things, because right now he's running for his campaign, and I'm sure he's looking for some cash. <laughs> so if we're launching this, we'd be like, hey, we have a job for you if you're willing. Uh, you know, here's some here's some money once you get summoned or whatever. So you have to beat your local kids in your local area. Yeah, you have to collect, collect enough like handles to uh-huh. send it in, and, and then, then we will send you back a pager. This pager will tell you the location of your fight. Oh my god! You will behind do the this pe- behind the Papa John's you is will, Papa John. <laughs> you will take this fight, and if you win, you will go on to the next round, and then you will have to hunt down more sticks. They, they more will give handles. you another code that you can put into your pager. So like every t- no, I think that they have to go back to the grind. I don't think that like they beat Papa John and then they're on to Shaq. I no, think that they I beat think Papa John and then it's like great, you've done incredible. Go out, find some more. Mm-hmm. Tell us when you're ready to face so, Shaq. Real quick question: Say you lose, and the moment your serial code is added to somebody else's pile, does that negate everything you've earned up to this point? Or is there like an app, mayhaps? You lose everything. You lose everything? Well, actually, I, I like the idea of app. the app because the app provides what we need, and uh-huh. that is brand commitment, uh-huh. my man. Uh-huh. Brand loyalty. So somebody, like, it's like you're clocking in how many fights, it'll keep track of how many fights you've been in, uh, it'll keep track of all your statistics of, like, how many hits have you taken, how many points have you been cost Okay, yeah, time. and that's how you can scan people's uh, yeah. handles so once the moment you've you, So them. the moment you take them, that way you don't have to mail them in, you could just be like, I... You just you submit as soon it. As you pick it. You pick that serial code out of the scraps that was that battle. <laughs> you scan it, and it gives a little and like, and then you just flick the flick that shard back you at throw them. Throw it back at the and kid, and just walk away. <laughs> just a kid crying in the background. Now, what counts as a win? Do you have to shatter the opponent's stick, or do you just need to make them drop it and then be able to procure their handle? I think you disarm them. 
and then you get their handle. And then like the moment each, you know, it's going to add a little production thing to it, but each handle has a mini explosive in it. So the moment you've been defeated and your thing is scanned by somebody else, it can be scanned twice ever. Scanned to your own personal app so you know it's your sword. Uh-huh. To the, and if it's scanned by an, an opposing app, it'll just explode. So then like <laughs> so you can get those cool scenes of where they scan it and then the then the branch starts beeping like beep 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 and you throw it back at the kid and it explodes. What I also really like about this is that the this scanning system provides the opportunity for cheaters mm-hmm. in a way that we as the moderators oh of this game company won't like protect so, people so you'll, from. Like, steal their sticks. There will be people that are known as scanners in the community and oh, scanners fucking just run around and they try to sneak around the opponent and scan their car their stick, set it on fire and get the point for the kill without ever having actually done the victory. Holy shit. And I shit. fucking hate scanners and if I see one I'm kicking them in the butt. <laughs> this is like anime as fuck because you're going to get like people like looking like Rufio from the hook. <laughs> Just like all like they got their posse of like of their little stick guys and then like they do a lot of their fights at the runoff like where like uh, <laughs> that's, where, that's where they fucking hang out. I actually have one and more what fighter. What I also really oh, like about this is that we don't have to create a series. Uh-huh. We can create a reality tv show oh shit like <laughs> have you ever seen um i actually know i approached you about this the other day i saw trailers for the first time of kid nation how fucking <laughs> wild so i'm picturing like the kids from kid nation all have these sticks yeah and they're going to fucking town on each other it's kind of like like 16 and pregnant like you've watched these people with their lives and you think Oh man, they shouldn't be doing that. But it's all just teenagers beating the piss out of Smash each other. Cuts to just a kid getting whipped in the face by an iron oak stick. Man. You know what's so dumb? Is I feel like I just this realized would that we've made a whole used. episode about cracking jokes about teenagers attacking each other. I mean, AJ, I when I was a kid, we had javelins that we were throwing off of the roof trying to dodge them. I got hit right below my left eye. Kids do stupid things. Kids really do do stupid What's stuff. The, I remember jumping out of a lot of trees that I shouldn't have. <laughs> I remember jumping off of a roof because it was fun. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then another one of the kids that I was jumping off of the roof with sprained his wrist. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, like, here's the thing: how many times have you picked up a sword? I mean, a stick, and thought, "Wow, this is my sword as a kid." I've done Bro, it. Bro, I do that now. Yeah, I'm like, an I'm adult, an, and if I'm out that's camping why and I get still a stick, kids, I'm AJ. like, I pick it up, and I'm like. That's, oh hell yeah! That's why. I, that's why I said twelve to twenty-three, man. You're young enough to do it. Me, I'm twenty-four. I'm not. I'm. You're too, not a kid I'm anymore. Aged, I'm aged out. I can't. <laughs> I can't fight Bernie. If I Sanders. see you with a stick, I'm knocking it out of your hands. <laughs> you do not have that right anymore. I pick it up and it like, and the bomb just goes off in my fucking hands. <laughs> Adult detected. <laughs> You are not able to play, and then you get like, oh, we do a thing. It's not just swords. It's like staffs. Or it could be like it could be maces, like it could be a stick that has a big glob. Okay, of at that point we are it. weaponizing teenagers, and we do need to stop there. It needs to just be sticks. These are cool games that shouldn't be made, dude. Yeah, but I'm concerned about the. I know that they're fake games, but I'm really, concerned gonna, about the gonna, real violence that could come from selling like an actual club to a teenager. And okay, well, realistically, this is where you draw the line. Not our mind controlling monster cans. It's not me that's going to draw the line. It's Walmart. <laughs> Walmart's going to be like, hey, you so, can't just sell this to 16-year-olds. Walmart's a bitch brand. This is a Target exclusive, dude. Target will stop it faster. No, Target will fucking emphasize it. Like, hit the Target with your new stick today. <laughs> yeah, they're going to fucking hype the shit. And you know what? We're going to work our way to Best Buy because it's got a serial mark on it. Which they'll be like, it's a technology now. They'll sell it. Yeah, fuck yeah. 
That's a game, I guess. <laughs> I have one more thing I want to pitch you. You got though. one more boss? I got one more boss. This one comes to us uh, from Gazer uh, on our on our Discord. Um, Vornite. He's a man who will eat your stick. <laughs> so if you fight him, he'll like catch it with his mouth and just chomp, chomp where, it. Where are we going to find Vornite? Or are we going to, you and me, find somebody that is young and train them to become the Vornite? I know a couple Vornites already. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'll just, I'm not going to disclose their name. They'll be mystery. They'll be a mystery <laughs> night. They, oh, they'll be, a, they, you'll get a, on a notification on your pager. Watch your back today. The Vornite is coming. How scary would if it be? we send a notification to a teenager saying, watch out, Vornite is coming for you, the police will be <laughs> on our doorsteps. <laughs> I mean, like, eh, we've dealt with worse. <laughs> you and I have survived every uh, lawsuit thus far on all of our games. I'm sure we could take another hit. <laughs> Spiritual successor, the game company, has not gone down. That's true. But then again, we have made zero monies. <laughs> but other people are making monies off of our ideas. I'm looking at you, Square Enix. <laughs> you should email them. Try to get a Butterfinger out Dude, of it. Dude, I'm like... <laughs> Like I, I'm like. Are you like legit torn up over this? I'm legitimately upset about the idea that fi- in the same way that I was upset about Final Fantasy 15 having 18 multimedia like programs that uh-huh. should have just been in the fucking game. Uh huh. There is in-game items that you can only get if you purchase buttered fingers. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Because they can, dude. They're going to make money off of it. <laughs> also, is... which is weird. You know, it's actually really weird because you feel like they do it with another brand before this. Like, they literally had a cup ramen helmet in the last game. You feel like they do this with ramen. There's enough flavors. Oh, my God. Do you think there's going to be a branded scene where Cloud Strife sits down and says, and has yum, a butter yum, I sure do love my Butterfinger. Yeah, he's going to have his own little fucking pocket. That little pouch he has on his side has nothing but melted Butterfingers in it. Tifa Lockhart comes around the corner and she says, I don't know. I'm a much bigger fan of Crunch Bars myself. <laughs> they're, a little bit, they're a little bit leaner, you know? And then the little Chocobo guy comes around and he's like, I don't care. It's just sweet. I love the sweet old taste of Babe Ruth. Crunch Bar and Butterfingers, TM. And then the dog comes around and he says, I don't understand you humans. If I ate any of those delicious chocolatey snacks, I would die. <laughs> no, they would cut that. That would paint out all their chocolate in a bad light. They, would, they wouldn't make any sales, AJ. <laughs> Fuck. Are we ready to go to patch notes? We get made our... Actually, you know, what's our? What's the name of the game? Oh, shit. Beat your, fr- beat your friends with a stick. Okay, well, hold on. Let's think about this. Beyblade. Uh-huh. Bakugan. Well, Bakugan's nothing. Beyblade. Stick- Stickugan. Stick you gone. <laughs> stick you gone. Stick letter U gone. Stick so, you gone. Yeah. Stick you gone. Stick you gone. <laughs> That's what you have to shout because they always shout when they before they do their thing. Let's Beyblade. <laughs> or, or like let's actually I don't well, know Bay what the fuck they blade, say. Beyblades are blades that are what the fuck is the bay come from? They're hot. It's like bay. Oh, look at that bay. All right, sure. If you ever looked, at, just like have you ever you've looked at a milk person and went, "Wow, that's hot." You looked at a blade and went, "Wow, that's hot." Blade is, of course, the fact that it is tops with knives. Uh huh. Bakugan, I don't really know. Pokemon is pocket monsters. Digimon ba- is digital monsters. Just to clarify, Bakugan is um, it's a marble that explodes out into some sort of shape. Yeah. That looks like a dinosaur, or an animal, or something. Yeah, but like I don't know what Bakugan is like a conglomerate or a mashup of it, words for. No, I think it's just the tra- it's just the um, I think it just is. This is na- what they call it's it. It's the name for like a uh, 
Okay. Um, stick you guns good. Might I propose stick mons? Stick mons. <laughs> stick mon it is. I like stick mons. Stick mons. <laughs> stick monster. That's implying each stick has its own, like, monster in it. Yeah, yeah. that's what's on the cardboard <gasps> box oh, that you know, we're selling. You know, be so fuck. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, and they're essentially laser, stands. Laser etched into it is the barcode and then, like, a little, like, emblem of that monster. Fuck yeah. So, in, like, the iron wood, it's just, like, the, it's just the chassis or the front of a train. Like, you're, like you're saying. <laughs> Holy shit, Stickmon, dude. We're going to make millions, and we're also going to lose millions in lawsuits. <laughs> yeah. It'll be in the NDA. <laughs> or not the NDA, the, the user agreement, yeah. the UA. Yeah. No, they need to sign an NDA. They can't say who we are. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say what company you bought the stick from. So Target Target will really appreciate that, I'm sure. <laughs> Target exclusive. I'm going to put the, the art Target like exclusive on the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go to Patch Notes. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. Make sure, if you like this show, uh, leave us a review or a rating. We have been slowly getting some of those in, and it makes us smile every time we get one. Um, it feels really good, and it's kind of the best way for us to kind of boost up in those charts and get a mm-hmm. little bit of attention from people that maybe are a little bit more official and in the podcasting <laughs> business. Also, if you have an idea of who you'd love to see on the show, tweet at us. Let us know, and we will see what we can do. We are... Currently, we got a couple people in mind, um, and we're just going to keep on trucking. We're going to get our next guest on the show soon. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. It really means a whole lot to both Blake and I. Mm-hmm. Our, use, our intro and outro song is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs>